0: Pixel Cup Soccer 16, Steve Rogers, Captain America controversy, and inflatable books. This is staying in. When I was a kid, my my parents really wanted to promote literacy in the family, so especially at bath time. Yeah, well, it's crucial, Dan. It's crucial. So I remember having these books. They were kind of like, they weren't like paper or anything like that. It wasn't like my parents had like laminated like. Don Quixote or something and just chucked it in the bath with me mm-hmm. like these were like kind of like they were almost like inflatable books right so they were quite thick they were only like a couple now, of pages you, hold, hold on you're saying
1: uh, alright I'm already lost the inflatable <laughs> books yeah. is every page inflatable
0: yeah
2: how, how many pages were there was it just a front cover and a back wasn't, cover it,
0: it wasn't a <laughs> tome, Dan no it was it had pictures and everything it was like I think basically the front and back cover was this thick kind of inflatable stuff And in between, you had, like, the waterproof, kind of, like, thin, kind of plastic, almost like a thin plastic sheeting that was quite supple, it was quite malleable, and it was housed within this thicker kind of cover um, that was inflatable, and it floated in the bath and stuff, entirely waterproof. So, yeah, they were, like... They weren't the most sophisticated of reeds. What sort of... I mean, what sort of... books? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Bronte. Water shoot down. (laughs) Hey. Hey. No, they were kind of just, you know, your usual kind of traditional narratives, uh, the adventures of a dog. I think I had a spot book, an inflatable spot book, spot the dog. An Do inflatable remember? spot book. Yeah. Okay,
2: so, so, so walk, walk me through this. Okay, so you're sitting in the bath. Yeah. Uh, you think, I need something to read. Can I, can I also day. just
0: add, as a little, as, as a qualifier, Dan, the way you are describing it is if, as I am a 30-year-old man who does this. <laughs> I was
1: gonna say, <laughs> at what age is this happening? It's when I was like a toddler,
0: so like okay, one right. or two. okay oh right yeah that so level you basically, of context, you wanted Chris, to play with, with your useful. ships yeah, yeah you're, you're right a, yeah, you walk into Waterstones you've got your softbacks your hard backs, you've got your inflatable backs.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah yeah. and yeah. Kindles no so yeah I was about a toddler or so and so it was like we, we didn't have like any shelves in the bathroom we had these books on there yeah. we had like it was just like a couple of them and you know they'd go in the bath with all the kind of toys we'd take into the bath
2: do you find yourself now sitting in the bath kind of wanting to read something yearning for that bit of kind yeah. of exposure to literature
0: I do read in the bath I do read in the bath really? yeah uh, yeah no 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 Just, am, I, am I alone in this do you not read in the bath?
2: no I
1: don't, I don't have a bath nah. and why on earth would I sit in horrible filth water my own disgustingness reading a book I mean that's how like you, two firstly, things how I how dirty hate.
2: do you get?
1: S- sitting in my own filth water and reading God.
2: I did once. I did once. I think it was on a TV show uh, here. A bath be referred to as testicle tea, which I thought was a quite a quite a fun way of describing it. I love a bath. I always. I'm much for a bath to a shower. Oh. What I do, I have a little. I have a little routine that I'll. I'll have a bath. I'll run it nice and hot. Bit of a bubble bath. Bit of a bubble bath. Treat myself. Nice bit of matey. Uh, and I'll, I've got like a little like like little group of shelves. So I just pull that out. Plop my uh, iPad on top. Turn on Netflix. And just sit back and watch. That You are gambling with your own life. An well, electronics no, no, because, device. No, because the worst that can happen is yeah. that my iPad falls over and then falls on the floor. I don't have it poised over the bath.
0: <laughs> Hovering next to the toaster. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't have it over the bath. That's, that's to the side of the bath on the floor on top of a shelf. Mm. It's completely safe from water.
1: In baths and showers, I, that is where I do my waking up. Right. And I can't do it in baths because it's like a nice hot it feels like you know, like a bubble bath or a sauna or something like that. It feels like that sort of you're not really waking up, you're just kinda of relaxing. I don't mind them as like a relaxing thing. But showers are where I become a human being. Like I, I, I transform from a sleeping bundle of moss, stone and sort of grumpiness into a human being through you of, Yeah, essentially.
2: See see I I would never have a have a bath to wake up. It's always a relaxation thing,
1: right? Okay. All right. So yeah, what you've so what you're saying is you've got both a bath and a shower. Well, yeah, that's not that's not particularly uncommon. That's lavish, Dan. I mean, they're not
2: separate. That's, that's mm. pure
1: hedonism, Dan. It's like having two ovens. Pixel Cup Soccer oh. 16. Pixel Cup. Every once in a while, I will get a bee in my bonnet, and obviously I'll jump onto WhatsApp, and be like, Dan, Dan, here is a mobile game with which you should play. And I sigh. And, then, and you go, Ugh. and then Chris sort of politely stays out of the conversation <laughs> on WhatsApp, and then Sam says, mobile games, blah, 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 blah. blah." I just put my phone that's on okay. silent. Well, that's fine, that's a way to deal with it. Right?
2: I had to do that the other day when Pete and Sam started talking about magic
1: for yeah. about an hour. No, that's absolutely fine. I was completely ruined, by the way, when I was having that conversation. I was really super drunk on red wine. <laughs> anyway, the the most recent one that Dan and I have been talking about is Pixel Cup Soccer 16. Now, Chris, yep. you know very well, and really, we're in the same sort of boat here. So Dan and Sam, sometimes they'll go off, they'll talk about the footballings, yep. and you and I will be like, oh, that's fun, fine, and like obviously football, yay, fun. Uh, like i enjoy a little kick about but i don't care about football and i think you're pretty much the same like i enjoy i enjoy the game of soccer but i don't enjoy watching
0: soccer yeah i'm I'm with you on that i don't like watching the football but i like playing it as we often do when we go to dance (laughs) exactly exactly nice little kick that's fine and
1: so pixel cup soccer 16 i sort of saw that floating about and uh somebody got in touch with me and said oh hey we made this game, Pixel Cup Soccer 16. I was like, all right, okay, fine. I'm not really that bothered about it. But it looked like, to me, in the screenshots on the App Store, it looked like, uh, I don't know if you guys ever played like Super Sidekicks 3 or if you ever played uh, any of the Kunio Kun football games or any of the football games in the NES and SNES era where it was 2D side-on, you know, very much pixel art kind of stuff and the and, and like arcadey football not trying to be a simulation not trying to be FIFA. not trying to be any like really massive technical representation of what foot, a match of football between professionals is but just here's 11 people versus 11 people kicking a ball about and having fun and and very fast fluid arcade experience uh, that's kind of what the screenshot says to me so i i grabbed a couple of codes and uh dan and i have been playing it dan i think this is like one of the best games of football on mobile like i i've played a few because obviously I had to do a bunch of criticism and stuff in my old job and thought they were all fine uh i much prefer the arcadey silly ones and i think this is super
2: i would agree with you yeah um i've played a fair few games of Football games On there Not too the many kind of, kind of standard football games More kind of uh, Maybe football manager Or statistical ones Only for the fact of That lends itself better To a mobile platform
1: Yeah sure I definitely. mean I've
2: played Kind of a couple of FIFAs on there And they played okay But it's always been Really clunky Because mm. they're trying To be too good Basically They're trying to be
1: The FIFA on console Yeah
2: They're trying to be They're, they're, trying, they're trying to be Too polished in everything that yeah. they do they want everything to work really well and the mechanics to work really well whereas one of the great things I really enjoyed with kind of uh, with Pixel Cup Soccer 16 is that you don't get that what you get is it's very very arcadey, it reminded me not so much of, kind of any kind of NES stuff but I remember when I was young kind of me, mum and dad and my sister, we'd go down to the pub and we'd be down there, we'd all be having a drink and chatting and stuff like that. When, I, when I was young anyway um, well I wasn't drinking alcohol it. Um, but what I would do is they'd have like an arcade machine. The arcade machine yep. would rotate different games over time. So you'd have stuff like Daytona USA, and oh. a couple of times you'd have these football games on there. And these were obviously yeah. arcade games, so they weren't kind of the football games I'd be playing at home. But they yeah. were kind of really fast-paced and really kind of.
1: So your Virtuous Strikers. Yeah, exactly.
2: That those those yeah. kind of games. And it did remind me. Obviously, there's a, there's there's more humour and there's more because because of the pixel art aspect of it. There is more humour in this game than there was in. Something like virtuous soccer because that that's not a humorous game in the slightest but i really did enjoy this and it it didn't bother me that the mechanics weren't kind of concrete the fact that well
1: what do you mean by concrete because i th- i think that i think the like it would be stuff so like as a as a
2: player when you're if you were to go to tackle someone yeah. you would run up behind them and you would yeah. sprint and you would catch up with them up until the point where you were right behind them yeah. and then you would no go, you wouldn't go any faster you would just stay yeah. at that point so at which point you had to tackle um, right, right, right. So, I mean, certain things um, into mechanically, uh, what you would expect, there were, it didn't, it didn't try and do too much, which I didn't see as a bad thing, because it knew no, its no, limitations no, and it kind yeah. of embraced those limitations. So you, you kind of knew what you were getting. It wasn't going to give you the really in-depth mechanics of a FIFA, but what it was going to yeah. give you was this pixel art, arcadey. Game where it's literally I don't know I'm not sure if it's two minutes each half or something as tiny as that, yeah. and it's a quick hit and you can sit there and
1: bang done match over. And I think I think the 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 quickest way of explaining the game is obviously so it's it's a game of soccer and then you've got on the bottom left hand corner you've got up down left and right you've got like this floating uh, virtual stick and then you've got two buttons B and A and or well, X and circle or something like that and um, like. X is pass and circle is shoot
2: I mean and, that, and that's that's going from FIFA that's, that's, that, that's bringing in the FIFA audience in the fact of those are the buttons you use in FIFA X, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. X and circle so it knows it's audience and it knows how to make that thing quite accessible
1: but it strips it way way down down to like a sensible soccer level of it's still a really good representation of what soccer is absolutely yeah but, it, but it's not trying to be it's not trying to be you know ITV presents the soccer yeah uh, it's not trying to be anything like that and it's um, so you were saying you know it's a couple of minutes per half uh, you can muck about with those settings you can you can change the half time you can uh, obviously change which teams are playing and there's loads of teams like so there's like World Cup, Women's World Cup, which is ni- like a really nice addition. Uh, there's European Cup So there's Euro uh, 96
2: which um, is, is just is, is just about to start in kind of real 16. I've, yeah so you, so yeah yeah sorry yeah. Uh, Euro 96 was uh, 20 years ago Why should I mention to you yeah. today um, oh uh, so Euro 2016 uh, and uh, Copa America which is happening this summer as well that's the, the kind okay. of the, the South American and North America version of the European right. Championships
1: Oh right. Um,
2: you also have kind of leagues where they, they kind of fashion teams together from different players mm-hmm. and so right. th- there are no kind of there's no licensing in it one thing I really liked and I noticed quite straight away you probably wouldn't have got this peak from not knowing football but yeah. they get around licensing in a really interesting way so you can choose England you play as England and you're playing with all the England players but because they don't have the licensing the way they get around that is they just refer to them by their first name
0: uh, so it's really quite cool when
2: you've got up front instead of Harry Kane you've just got Harry or brilliant. Jamie or and Wayne it's just and, just brilliant. and it's just great. implicit yeah exactly it kind of boils it takes it almost down to like a schoolyard
1: game and that's it that's the feeling like it's 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 uh, you know it's got all of these options. It's got all of these different things that you know you you can play on different uh, in different stadiums. You can have different weather. You can have different uh, you know playing different cups like we we were talking about. You can change the speed of the game. The difficulty is obviously set uh, uh, by both difficulty and the kinds of different types of teams that you're playing as each team has different stats. But it's it's that condensation of of those things into something that is really fast and fluid and focused but also that for me it, it it was evocative of games that i used uh, games of football that i used to play that were solely focused on being fun they weren't trying to do something different they were just like hey isn't this a fun video game yeah. rather than isn't this an accurate simulation of uh, 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 of football um which i really really appreciated i mean, I mean um, when you
2: talk about the fun aspect i mean even boiling down to the kind of the facial expressions on the players so for example, mm. if you can see the goal, you see some of your players start to cry and it's kind of their eyes <laughs> go huge. Yeah.
1: Did you ever so did you ever get to penalties and have um, and have a player trip over their own feet?
2: Uh, I, I tried that in the penalty shootout kind of mode. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So when they when they trip over their own feet and go absolutely flying. First of all, the animation is like really good, like really characterful, yeah. but also the goalkeeper points and laughs. It's amazing. <laughs> like it's is and and it's not. It's clearly not a cheap production. Yeah. Like when the final goal scorer in penalties scores, they the the you know the ball goes in the back of the net. There's a brief, nice little pause, and then the player runs to the side, and all of the other players join yeah. join them, and it's like it's nice little touches like that 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 makes you think, oh, this is this isn't like a you know, a one-person studio that's just kind of knocked this together in four months and they're using pixel art because, oh, it's just easier. It's just this really nice, knows exactly what it wants to do, and everything that it's bringing in plays to the service of the game it's trying to be. Now... There were totally noticeable things that I think are missing in this game. Can I, can I, just, say, can can I just say
2: before we, oh, before we okay. go into that? Because one other thing that, because you, you mentioned it, we kind of in the okay. the the reactions, and there's one yeah. reaction I want to point out, which I literally laughed out loud at. Right. and that was when I was playing in someone and someone scored against me and one of my players started to cheer and then realised that we hadn't scored and it was the other team and they went, oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. I never noticed that. And it was that's always, I deep. laughed
2: out loud when I was sorry, because he literally was like, yeah, oh, no, that's not me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice the, um, there's nice little references in the, uh, in the crowd to, um, uh, like, pop culture. So, like, there's um, something that looks an uh, awful lot like Alien. Yes. Uh, yeah, and there's like little, there's little winks and nods to different things in the crowd, and oh, so many nice little details that you see in there. Um, one of the things that is quite evidently missing is multiplayer. And you and I talked about this on on, on WhatsApp, um, and it was a little bit like, ugh, like, I really want to be able to play this with you.
2: Yeah, but I was um, one of the first after my like three or four games,
1: I started mm. looking to see is there a multiplayer option because this would be amazing. I want to play against Pete. Yeah, absolutely. And like that is first of all, that's a that's a rarity. Cause I obviously, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of wanting to play football or anything like that. Uh, so, you know, for a game to be for a football game to be like that is, I think it's showed it certainly is essentially like that's my stamp of approval. Right. Like if I want to play more of this and with other people like, yeah. But so um, the games on iOS at the moment, um, it's currently being worked on for Android as well. And we'll come back to platforms in a second. So as far as I understand it, there is multiplayer to some extent, but it's local player versus player. So you have to use an MFI, which is a made for iPhone controller, um, on either, you know, like iOS, or on a uh, set-top box like Apple TV, basically. So um, I think you can also use Siri remote. So. There is local multiplayer, but it's a bit fiddly. Well,
2: there is, there's Not... also local multiplayer on the penalty kicks mode. Yeah. Because on that, yeah. you have basically on the, in the bottom left corner and the bottom right corner, you have two virtual joysticks and two buttons. So theoretically, yeah. two people sit with their fingers either side of the screen, which I mean, I, I played it on iPad. So I, can, I can't imagine how that would work for an iPhone.
1: Yeah, bit, bit fiddly. So I got in touch with them, the guys who, who make it and they are thinking about putting in online multiplayer and all that sort of stuff. Whether it comes in, I've got my fingers crossed because I think, yeah, I, I would really like to do that. I think one of the other things that we were talking about and, and this is this is really where I think that this game's going to shine. I think I think the ga- game is great. Like I've been in, really enjoying it on iPhone. I think it works really well with touchscreens. One of the things that I immediately started thinking though was I, I really want this on my television and four controllers and us sat around playing it and having a lovely time so those guys apparently are also working on a steam version for pc mac and linux which i'm like mm, okay cool like that's not really where i'd play football um, or anything like that but there is also a little bit of talk at the moment of them taking it to consoles and i think that that. I think that's probably where that game will live. Like, I think it'll do absolutely fine on, on iPhone and all that sort of stuff. I don't think it? it'll be a mega hit or anything like that. But when I was playing it, I definitely got that feeling of I want to be sat in a room on the same couch with my pals playing this, talking smack, and like seeing the, 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 the bits, like seeing everything, seeing all the lovely pixel art, seeing all of the little... You know references in the thing like seeing the little guy cheer and then you know go away like um i think that this game would really really benefit from being on a big screen but yeah like
2: i mean i think so too i mean you've seen some of some of the kind of the games in recent years that have done really well i mean you look at something as simple as braid i mean that's a lot of kind of pixel art-esque yeah. animation yeah. And that looks beautiful on a big screen when you watch you on like a big HD screen. So I can mm. just imagine the vibrancy and the colours and kind of all the action that you get from a game like this. Absolutely mm. that would work fantastically on a big screen. I, I mean, mm. I, I would love it as well, just just like you. Yeah. I, I, yeah. As I say, one of the first things I felt when I started playing it was, I want to play friends at this. I don't want this mm. just to be a solo experience. I don't want to play just against the computer. I want to be able mm. to say, ha, you're crap.
1: I beat you. That's what yeah. I want. Uh- the sort of the sort of top level bants that we expect yeah. from Danforth. Then, uh,
0: good. So I, I need
2: to start doing some more exercise in order to be a bit fitter in time for our uh, mountain climbing later on in the year.
0: Oh yes. Now, uh, mm. should we should we contextualise this? So, um, I turned 30 last year, and mm. uh, my birthday's in November and I really wanted to commemorate my 30 years of living by doing yep. something with me Having mates. Having a nice
1: party. Something no. with
0: me mates. No. No. Um, no. What about? Well, but
1: you could have had a nice party, couldn't you? Or yeah, you could but, have like, you know, you could gone something. to a wacky have, warehouse. Uh, yeah, like a uh, wacky warehouse, go for a nice meal. Like done, I don't know, like something that like yeah, I did, like paintballing and, and like nice yeah, go-karting yeah,
0: things. Good yeah, done, something like that. But I like hiking and I thought, wow, well, mm-hmm. I've got mates. Um, you did at the e- time. E- yeah. <laughs> really lost them. yeah. Um, I've got, I know, I love walking. Let's go and do that. So let's, 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 let's climb Snowden. I've done it loads when I was a kid. I said, I'll take me mates up Snowden. It'd be a great laugh. We'll have a laugh. There'll be, there'll be tears of joy and laughter and mirth and merriment. So you guys came and stayed with me in Liverpool. And we went, well, I got up early. I made you breakfast, you remember? And mm-hmm. we drove down there. We went up Snowden, came down. No problems. Got in the car, drove home. It was a lovely day. Mm, Had by all.
1: It's not how Dan. Myself or Sam remember it. Uh, no. What we remember is going all the way up there, you and Sam powering ahead, Dan and I <laughs> looking at each other with the knowing look of we may die on the side of this rock. Uh, I, distinctly all- I
2: distinctly remember at one point, uh, as you say, Chris and Sam powering on ahead. We'd only been climbing for about 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I have a three hour climb, about 20 minutes. And I, I was a little bit ahead of Pete and I stopped to let Pete catch up with me and he, ca- he came up and said, I could feel my heart and my throat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that was all you could say. And I was I like, was, yeah, I'm the same. I was absolutely exhausted. I remember uh, almost getting up to there because obviously you decided, Chris, that we would go up a slightly more challenging route. No, Dan chose it. Yeah. To be fair, I have to take the blame for that. And I do
2: take the blame because I said, we're going to climb mm. a mountain why not just go all in yeah. and let's go for the most difficult route and i'm pleased that we did it but at the time i wanted to kill myself for a yeah. for well, suggesting
1: lesson a learned and also you know with the sort of clouds swamping up around us and us sat on essentially sat on what is what was looking not not vertical but pretty steep uh sort of hugging to the side of it and trying to eat some delicious uh a millionaire shortcake or whatever it is that we actually and
0: you, had and, you, and actually I think it's, you just got back from San Francisco was it San Francisco and you bought the jerky yeah, yeah. you bought the I jerky which really helped yeah, us get so through the last with, descent
1: exactly I had some dried meat with us um, and then we get to the top and one of the big things that we wanted to do was uh, we wanted to take a photo with
0: models from the board game Snowden yeah which I bought as a backup just in case the, the weather was yeah. too bad we played this game called and Snowdonia yeah
1: exactly so we thought oh we'll take the models up they'll be hilarious put them on the top of the mountain it'll be great we'll take a photo it would be fantastic get up there put, put all four models up there take a photo we the are the photo, coolest wander back down obviously a few hours later after we had got home we found out that you'd placed one of the models completely turned around the wrong way Chris so that looked utter shite but on the way back down obviously we thought oh this will be much easier and it isn't It is fairly easy coming back down, obviously because you're not working against gravity. But it was still a little bit much. We walked past somebody who just basically broken their leg. Was like, (laughs) no, no, they were they were
0: were terrified of heights. They were crawling up the
1: mountain. That was amazing. That was, I mean, wrong place to go if you're terrified of heights. But also, Chris, like the, the 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 four of us walking down. And we get to to a point, and we're like, oh, now we need to either go left or right. Now, we can go one direction, and we can go to the car, where the car's parked, (laughs) drive home and have a nice fish and chips supper on the way home. Uh, Or we can go the other way, which is the, the, the route that you suggested. At our sort of suggestion that maybe you'd gotten the map reading wrong, so we ended up going down the wrong route and then taking a slight slight detour round a mountain <laughs> uh, for how many more hours did we add have on uh, the, there journey was six then? miles we had to hike
2: <laughs> we got to and the it, bottom of the mountain <laughs> and then when we got there we on a road with no pavement or anything like that we had to hike in the rain <laughs> yep. for six miles
1: yeah now 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 Dan is I have to say one of the nicest most reasonable caring men I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. He's from Birmingham, but 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 halfway through that six-mile detour, I must admit that the f- like Dan's face was the look of death, the look of <laughs> the look of if I had the energy, I would I, th- I I would be coming up on maybe a
0: GBH charge at the end of this. not It, it, didn't, help so the, it, it so didn't help the fact that you and Dan were wearing identical waterproofs. <laughs> Yeah, we look. Dan and I look look
1: like twins, like idiot (laughs) twins. So, so obviously, your plan as as Dan, although although Chris had forgotten
2: to bring a waterproof. Yeah, (laughs) had to borrow your coat,
1: Dan. you had to borrow
2: my non waterproof coat.
1: But Dan, as you sort of alluded to, we're going to do another mountain this year, aren't we? Yeah, we're
0: going to do Scarfell Pike. So the aim is each year to do the tallest mountain in. Uh, the British Isles. So we're going to do Scarfell Pike this year. So um, that I've never done that. That's up in the lakes. I have bought a book on the subject, and it looks like there's only about like a handful of routes. There's far less routes up there than there are... Are
1: easy routes?
0: Um, I literally nah. don't know, cause I've never done it before, so I don't know. Um, it'll be a laugh either way. Um, but my well. highlights of the Snowden trip were uh, Pete nearly not coming in walking, but it's just, he just blagged it in his trainer's. Well, I Um, was—I was
2: just about to mention actually, because Pete, you very kindly there took the lead in terms of explaining all about the mountain. But you left mm. out possibly—I'd probably say mine, Chris, and Sam's. I can speak for him because I know this is to be true. Our highlight of the entire trip, where you—you got out of the car, um, ready to climb a mountain, and uh, in your jeans. Yeah. And we said, "Are you are you not going to get changed?" Yeah. Um, Yeah. What was your response? no I don't I'll be alright
1: use jeans be fine and we were
2: like no Pete you need to bring some shorts bring something bring something smaller you'll need it no 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 no, no well no, I brought no, shorts no, no, no. with me
1: didn't I I bought shorts with me yeah because
2: we when we first left Chris's flat at the start you weren't going to take them and we forced no. you to take them yeah, yeah. So then when you got out of the car you refused to put them on so okay, we again we put forced you to take them okay. 10 minutes after okay. we left the car yeah you um, walked up and we were like guys guys um, I think I think I need to change my trousers. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, because yeah. they were they were literally clinging to his legs.
2: With, at this point, you in the middle of a kind of a path going up mountain. There's nowhere to get changed, so you had no. to kind of hide behind the rock. While, unfortunately, yeah. a large group of children started <laughs> to
0: down. with their dog. And the beautiful thing is, yeah. me, Sam, and Dan could see them coming, but we didn't bother to warn you. <laughs> <laughs> but I got this great photo this great photo of us going at the mountain of some walkers coming past us like dressed you know like the North Face essentially or um, yeah. other, other mountain clothing shops are available Gore-Tex, yeah. waterproof walking poles, rucksacks uh, and then you've got this slim slender bloke in jeans and a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles t-shirt <laughs> approaching them um, from the other direction um, just absolutely genius. And also, uh, Hubris, Peter, in the car up there, you were getting us all excited and pumped up for the hike saying, oh, Yeah lads, was. yeah, that's after we'd done this, we could do K two. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. And we were like, Pete, no sense calm of perspective. yourself.
2: Let's get let's get over the highest let's, mountain let's in get Wales. First. Under our belt. Ten minutes into the walk, you weren't thinking K two or Kilimanjaro.
1: No.
0: Have you seen Civil War yet?
1: No. Still haven't gone out and seen it yet. I booked tickets to... I really wanted to... I really want to go and see it. I really, really do. Because so
0: you're a massive Spider-Man fan, Pete, and you will love Exa- him. Yeah,
1: exactly, right? Like, like that was a huge part of my childhood. Really want to go and see it, do all that sort of stuff.
0: Because Civil War, the comic, although it's, it's only loosely based on that, was something I first yeah, read at... i read that. It, yeah, I know, you own it. I, the first yeah. time I read it was at yours, when we were staying over at yours. Yeah. Um, and when the atmosphere was dropping a bit, I'd just go to your bookshelf and just from your illustrious collection of graphic novels. You've got quite an expansive collection of graphic novels, Peter.
1: It's mm, pretty good, you should see the latest. I've, I've doubled it since you came over. So. Wow. Mm. Any
0: of them inflatable? So why did you bring up Civil War? <laughs> the reason I brought Civil War up is because um, I, I read comics, as, um, but I only generally read, like, the Batmans, really. Um, And DC's got its own thing at the moment, DC Universe Rebirth, where they're backpedalling because they feel the new 52 has not been as successful as they hoped it would be. But I think it's been all right. Um, Yeah, I've liked it. Yeah, I've liked it. So they've basically reset everything. Um, Oh, good. So, yeah, and I've I've bought this quite substantial uh, DC Rebirth number one, which kind of sets the scene for the DC Universe. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about something that's caused a bit of controversy, which is <laughs> just, just, Steve just Rogers. With you there, didn't it, Chris? I know. Well, <laughs> yeah. S- well, yeah. Steve Rogers, Captain America number one. Marvel. Right, okay. We've gone from yeah. DC to Marvel now. Incidentally, DC logo is crap. The new one is awful. But anyway, Marvel, Steve Rogers, Captain America number one. Set the scene for you. Um, Captain America, for whatever reason, uh, something happened to him which made him essentially go old, really old. Because he's an old man anyway, but because of the super soldier formula. Uh, that was given to him um, when he was uh, a young soldier in World War II has preserved his... Um, it's it's um, frozen his ability to age, essentially. So he ages slowly, if at all. But something happens, and it causes him to become an old man. And while he's in that particular state, Sam Wilson, who plays Falcon, he becomes the new Captain America. It's been a runner comics, Captain America, Sam Wilson, Captain America. But now Steve Rogers is back. Uh, this cosmic cube... Um, gives him his original strength and his original age back so he's back as Steve Rogers Captain America that was handy yep mm. uh, very so handy I right love, comics, love comics love so comics all is right when in the he, world, he's to turn back has been restored some
2: kind of I don't know some kind of cube that's quite I don't know but, like, but cosmic he's,
0: but he's got a new shield his old shield is with Sam um, Wilson but anyway uh, so this is a new issue Captain America number one by Nick Spencer, Jesus Sars I think that's how you pronounce your last name I so says I do apologise um, and it's caused a lot of controversy, this has. Okay.
1: because what, it, What's happened, Chris? I
0: will tell you, Peter.
1: Um essentially I like what happened to jingle. What's happened, yeah. Chris?
0: What happens... Well, it's a, it's a normal mission. Um, essentially, Captain America's going on, taking on Baron Zemo. But running through that, kind of snaking through this present-day narrative is a narrative of the past when Cap was a young man. Steve Rogers was a young boy growing up. Um, uh, essentially, he was in a single family. His father was this drunken reprobate who... Um, violently kind of hits his mother, um, mm. a loathsome it's human being. It's
1: supposed to not violently hits someone, <laughs> Yeah, <but hang> on. <laughs> a, lo-
0: a loathsome human being, and um, yeah. um, Steve and his mother, Steve's just like a toddler at this point, basically, um, and this woman comes up and defends her, this mysterious woman, uh, with this red ruff, essentially. It's, it's a kind of a black and white, but the colour that stands out is the reds, almost like the latest right. run of Daredevil. And so this woman takes his, um, Steve and his mum under a wing and kind of feeds them and that kind of stuff because they're living quite poorly. And it keeps flitting back and forth between Captain America on this mission and then back to the past as they're slowly becoming more acquainted with this woman. Yada 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 yada. And then it culminates um, with Captain America on a mission, um, where he confronts Baron Zemo um, in some kind of um, uh, kind of aircraft and um, and and one of his entourage shows up and it get, then it goes back to the past and this woman says, oh, do you want to come and see our club? Um, do you want to come and uh, join our club? We, um, we can support you at this club. So I'm literally flicking through the comic. It's called uh, The New York Chapter of the Concerned Citizens, the Hydra Society. And then it flits back to the present day and uh, Captain America says, oh, no, because his his allies in the ship with him, and he's, he, he boots him out of the plane essentially. And the last panel of the comic is him turning to the camera and saying, Hail Hydra. Right.
1: So
2: basically, rewriting the entire history of Captain America.
0: Yeah, in I don't know how many pages. <laughs> um, uh, and obviously, Captain America, uh, the name's in the title the symbol of yeah. patriotism I think f- the re- one of the reasons he was creative was just to create an image of uh, an American hero punching Hitler hail Hydra so, whether so that's this one is way
2: to make a splash in your episode one so I mean
1: obviously that's interesting mm-hmm. because it could be literally en- like yeah, exactly it could it could be literally anything So so I'm assuming that everyone's everyone on the internet has gone oh that was interesting wasn't it I can't wait until the next comic comes I out I'm yeah, sure you'd, you'd be surprised how
0: open-minded they are yeah mm. um no it's caused a lot of controversy I mean it's at the end of the day it's a fictional character that's had various iterations so really it's literature come on interpretation it's fun to kind of recreate stuff I personally think I don't know I'd be I'd be really hope that they k- k- stick with this because it's really interesting I, what I hope that it isn't is they've just done this kind of sensationalist thing for the first issue, but then you realise it's just some massive misunderstanding and he's some kind of triple agent. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Maybe but he's asking it's um, interesting.
2: why don't why don't you hail Hydra? Like you hail a cab.
0: Oh well like, what, like, like Uber.
2: Yeah, maybe it's just it's just an instruction. Hey, hail Hydra. And so the guy then oh, right, goes so... Hi Hydra, can you come over here? And then he gets to attack them. Easy, done. Right.
0: Dan as usual, you're yeah. chiming with the thoughts of the internet.
2: That's me. It's washing my hands of this whole business
0: but there's something so quite provocative yeah. about this I mean obviously it's very interesting yeah that sounds, but that does sound fascinating and
1: that's what to me that's what superhero comic books are all about it's about taking you know yeah you've got characters and personalities and they, they tend to be the most interesting parts of those personalities so for example the difference between Peter Parker as Spider-Man and Peter Parker as Peter Parker like that's it's interesting to figure out what Mr. Parker is all about like like that character is, is more interesting than Spider-Man because Spider-Man is a red person who can jump about and climb up buildings. Peter Parker as a character is far more nuanced and, and, and interesting and has a relationship with lots of different people throughout the comics and what happens to him is what is actually interesting about Spider-Man. Um, and this, we've talked about it before, like they look, comic books are myth, they're legend, they are They are taking archetypes and then seeing how those archetypes work in situations that are different. Um, So Superman Grounded is a really good example of it. Straczynski basically says what happened, what would happen if Superman walked across America rather than flew, what would he see? Like that, like all of that is super interesting. Like, I guess I don't really understand why anybody would not go, ooh, what if he is a double agent?
0: Yeah. I mean Marvel have done a lot, of, a few of these, they, they did run a series of like what if things, like what if, I forgot the name of the character, in the Hulk universe, the young kid is who works with Bruce Banner, Rick, I think his name's Rick, um, okay. and, Rick. And, and in the original, in the original Hulk um, stories, the, the reason Bruce Banner gets bombarded with his gamma rays is because he saves Rick's life in the explosion, they're testing the thing and he takes the brunt yeah. of, but they do a what if, what if actually it was the other way around so they, they kind of play out and they're, they're, they're like short like four page things at the end of like major kind of like issues but it's mm. very interesting kind of, kind they used of music to, they used to do whole runs things. of them yeah. as well didn't they they did um,
1: did you see the uh, there's a there's a what if were that's what it's called I think it's, it's called something like that like, and it's basically a what if issue that was completely ridiculous like totally turned everything on it's head so the, and one of the characters in the what if were uh, issue was what if the Punisher uh, was a pacifist? I
0: Page. love it, I
1: love it, man. It's really amazing, interesting. It. Yeah, isn't that fascinating? What what if this this character that is completely known for being about vengeance and warfare, what if they were just like,
0: yeah. It's like, um, I'm currently rereading Neil Gaiman's Marvel 1602. Yeah. Which I adore. What if the Marvel Universe kicked off in the 1600s around the modern day yeah. what would happen yeah there was Age of Wonder
1: uh, JLA Age of Wonder which was what if the JLA had started in uh, around the time of Edison uh, there was been uh, what if Superman landed in Russia yeah what Superman Redstone La- yeah.
0: landed in Britain uh, Britain John Cleese wrote yeah. that I think didn't he John Cleese wrote yeah, that it's
1: not, it's not meant to be very good no. but, um, but the Russian one is amazing like Russian one's absolutely genuinely interesting some really
0: fascinating comics writing um,
1: I, ho- I hope they keep with it with yeah this I'm, Rack, I'm tempted I to buy sense. the next
0: issue actually I wouldn't usually buy a Captain America comic but um, yeah this one intrigues me quite a bit actually
2: hmm.
0: <laughs> this is something that uh, came on my radar I mean, actually it was because it was on your Twitter feed Peter and mm-hmm. it was a vine on your Twitter feed and mm. th- this, this oh yeah so um, I'm, uh, it has the following title uh who knew that a trip to the trampoline park would provide the perfect metaphor for my life? Yeah. Now, I'm going I'm to ask two things. Dan, I want you to describe what this vine is, what I unfolds. And then, Pete, I want you to describe your thought process because you are front and center in this vine. You're the, you're the mm. star of this. But I want mm. you first, Dan, as an objective outsider to describe and what happens in this famous vine.
2: I mean, it's quite difficult because, I mean, what happens in this vine does defy all known logic and basically physics. Um, to, to to sum it up, what, what you see is a very enthusiastic Pete uh, kind of at a trampoline centre, running towards trampoline, um, which is kind of bedded into the floor, leaping kind of majestically through very the air. Very
0: confidently.
2: Absolutely. To, to kind of, to, to land, plant himself in the trampoline, to then theoretically fire himself off back into the air beautifully swan diving like assassin's creed into a kind of a big pit of foam which will nestle him gently to the floor nice and safe what actually happens is again he does leap majestically but as he lands he kind of locks his whole yeah. body, kind of locks in place and as a result, his feet kind of go from underneath him.
0: Yeah, his feet are the last thing to move, aren't they? Yeah, it, it begins with his chest, then his head, and his arms, and, the, and literally the last thing to to go forward are his feet. It's, the left it's
2: so difficult to describe because it does defy belief. What, I I'm, had, what I'm
1: actually seeing. I had an Olympic trampoline, uh, like British level, like top Olympic level British trampoline person, uh, get in touch with me after seeing that vine saying i don't know what went wrong your form was fine like everything up to the point where your feet touched the trampoline is absolutely fine everything other than the trampolining was other fine than, like but even the tu- like as soon as i hit my feet against the trampoline it should
0: all be going absolutely <laughs> yeah. fine but then colossal failure yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, we are. It is colossal. I had literally I mean, no idea is, what was going to. It's because you literally just disappear into this mass of pink foam. Yeah. It's,
1: it's, I, so it was at a trampoline park, and um, yeah, just complete disaster. One thing I will say is that what's not captured on that vine is. So I'm buried. Everyone laughing. This, this foam. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone laughing. Like, uh, but but before that is because obviously I felt you know like a sack of <laughs> shit. I fell into this foam and str- like really fell in, like very, very deep. And then just hear uh, 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 the uh, designer at Auroch, uh, he, he took me out there, Steve. I just hear from Steve, I hear, you all right? Like that, and like, and my arm pierces the foam out like the scene from Terminator. And my thumb just goes, yeah, give him the thumbs up. I'm all right. But I will say just before that, there were two thoughts that went through my head, right? just as my back arched as as i just fell in just as i was touching the foam as i I went in there were two thoughts in my head this is absolutely true the first was oh my god i might have just cracked my spine like this 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 is bad this this is a bad fall (laughs) i can laugh because you didn't and the second part was i'm so (laughs) glad that alex isn't here (laughs) or any of my dickhead friends (laughs) because because that would have been a pain an even an even larger pain to have to bear now the thing is that was such a failure such a spectacular failure and i will also say this not not two minutes before i did this incredible jump and leap and fail um i managed to do the first ever forward flip i've ever done i've never ever done a forward flip before and I did what? it into that pit. Yeah, yeah, I've never done one before. Like, it's just so, and I've always wanted to do one, but I never knew how. And Steve very kindly showed me how to do them. And I did that into the pit. Beautiful, majestic, graceful, really nice. Ten-ten. And that wasn't cap- captured on film, right? Because the, cap- the, the film was set up just after I'd done that, because I was so proud of myself. And Steve just said, oh, I'll go and do this, this, blah, 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 blah. And then, obviously, hilarity ensued. And I realised that it had been captured on film and that I had to own this mistake because otherwise like if I didn't own it and be like here we go here's me completely completely messing up yeah like I don't know like I didn't want to seem like sore saw apple like is it sore apples or sore, sore loser or bad apples or whatever it is I didn't want to feel like I, get I didn't that. want to feel like I was like yeah like, oh I'm really embarrassed about it because it is utterly
0: awful like
2: but no I, 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 I can, can honestly say honest from the from the bottom of my heart yeah Thank you for sharing.
0: Oh, thank you, honestly, Pete. Honestly, it's, it's I've watched this clip about three hundred times on. Lee. Yeah, yeah. I,
2: I've, I've just I've just sat there hypnotized by it. Yeah, every time, not understanding because when you watch it, literally yeah. until the point you hit the trampoline, you can Your brain can't fathom what you're about to see.
0: No, yeah, because it's, it's just, so bizarre. And yeah. it's not like the usual suspects. Every time you watch it, you always see something new. Yeah, <laughs> and and like I've I've shown this to my students my colleagues, people I've just met for the first time. Yeah, I wish you wouldn't. Everyone, everyone. My parents love it, my family adore it. Try not to. It's had 57 people have liked it, 25 retweets, and even someone, I think one of your friends on Twitter, I don't know their handle, they've also re-edited that with a Mortal Kombat reference on that (laughs) as well. Oh man. It's just absolutely extraordinary, and I recommend anyone listening to this. If If you watch anything this year, Mm. watch this
2: when, it, mm. when I actually first saw it I was, I was lying in bed and I'd picked up my phone just to check Twitter before I went to sleep and I'd scroll down and I found it and my wife was on next to me she was already asleep and I watched it and I woke her up because I laughed so much
0: yeah <laughs> I laughed about half an hour straight
2: but, and it's just it's a thing of you just you're like oh what's what's he done now and then suddenly that happens and your body just kind of takes it's over it's just because
0: like- because we know you and you, you you look so confident and so professional going into it and we know you yeah. Uh, yeah. and it's just the outcome just that, that it's just such a gorgeous kind of yeah. a juxtaposition you, you know the
1: thought process in this is I look awesome oh, yeah <laughs> exactly. this is going to be spectacular I'm so glad someone is filming this what will surely be my greatest leap from a trampoline
0: That was Staying In, with Peter Willington, Dan Frost, and myself, Chris Darby. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit stayingin.podbean.com for more information, and links to the comics, movies, games, and more covered in this episode. And come find us on Twitter, at StayingInPod. Thanks for listening.